Good morning, church. Good morning. Are we going to make this sadder happy? Let's, try, let's see which one you want. All right. Good morning, church. All right, we're going to be happy today. All right, so good to be with you. Thank you for joining online as well. It's great to be with you as we are jump into the scripture here today and uh, see what God has for us. But first, of course, I uh, must mention that this is uh, the last sermon that I'll get to have with you. Um, of course, as always, as you think about the last time you have to, uh, to preach with somebody and to really share God's word with them, you think, well, what do you want to say? And I do have to say that uh, while many things went through my head and heart, uh, I didn't want to be too sentimental today, because I think God had something else for us. So uh, just be ready. <laughs> Here we go. That's all I got to say. Let's pray. Lord, may the words of our mouth, my mouth that is, meditation of all of our hearts, be pleasing in your sight. Oh Lord, our rock and our redeemer. Amen. Well, as I just mentioned that uh, while today is a sad day, and I uh, know that there's been many tears shed on with my family and uh, Thinking about today and, and a lot of sometimes gloominess of thinking, oh, I don't want to leave, and how much I love you guys, and how much you've meant to me and our kids, and of course our kids came when we were 10 months old, and or they were 10 months old, and they've grown up here with you, so their faith has a huge imprint from y'all's faith, and it's such an amazing thing. But as I thought, reflected back on these past five years, and, and sort of what's gone on, and what's been happening, as so to speak, and Elaine really summed up a lot of that so beautifully here today. It occurred to me that really the theme of today was this. It was really victory over circumstance. And I want today, for this last sermon, I want it to feel like the victory parade after the winning. You know what I'm saying? Like I know, I know we want to be sentimental too, but like, it's the victory lap, y'all. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? For what we've gone through. As Lane mentioned, of course, I mean, just to name a few other things beyond just the big COVID that, of course, we all remember. Uh, you might have remembered, you know, our country went through an almost toppling of our, you know, Senate and, and a kind of a coup d'etat, if you will. We almost, we had the Boy Scouts of America that went on. We had, of course, the denominational decisions. We've had Russia at war and the threat of nuclear disaster. It's been a five years, right? And at the same time, look around. Not just this building, but the people. Victory over circumstance. You'll notice that this morning I gave you a bulletin. You probably thought, Pastor, you realize what year it is. Are you in a time machine this morning? <laughs> You'll notice the date on this bulletin. Now, I want you to know that these were not reprinted. These are the originals. I saved them. Right? If you look at the date, it was March 15th. 2020, and you can look through and see all the different things that were going on back then. This was the Sunday, and of course, these were the larger bulletins, so you have to leaf through a couple pages when you do, but these were the bulletins that were made for the Sunday right when COVID shut us down. And these sat in a pile on my bookshelf for a few years now, and I always thought, you know what, there's going to be a sermon in this one day. And I wanted to give you a little gift here today, and I want you to keep these. And I want you to put them somewhere, maybe, in a, maybe not where you see every day, but you know, somewhere where you're going to see it often enough. Maybe some junk drawer or something you occasionally open, or some, some bookshelf that you, a book you maybe get off, or just something maybe in your notebook like Margie, <laughs> but somewhere where you're going to see it. And I want you to remember all those hard times, 
And what it seemed like at that moment, you know, we wondered that when we shut down and we saw the world fall apart, you know, within a few weeks when we kind of really truly knew what was going on, we didn't know if churches would exist, right? In any form that we knew of. The world was falling apart. And yet you look at today and these five years later, or not five years later, you look at these years later, and here we are. I love this verse that we shared here today. You may not know this, but whenever I do funerals, there's some key verses that I always like to share, unless the family has some other ones to share. But one of them is this one, right here in 2 Corinthians, that we read just a minute ago. Now, of course, the section of this passage, it comes from Corinthians chapter 4, but before this, there's this whole talk about treasure and jars of clay. And the image that Paul gives here is this, is that we have treasure in jars of clay. You think, Paul, where are you going with this? And he says, you know what? We are hard pressed on every side. We are thrown down. We are tossed around. And if you know a jar of clay, it is not the most sturdy thing in the world. It will just be crushed in itself. Yet if you fill it with something super strong, what happens is that clay will never budge. And things will assail it, but it will be in one tact. And he goes on, and of course he uses the imagery to show that we are just like jars of clay and the glory of God lives inside us. And he's telling the Corinthians, hey, I know you're going through hard times. I know it's tough. I know you're being beset on every side. It feels like you're being crushed. It feels like you're being thrown down. It feels like you're being trampled upon. But look around, church. You're still standing. You have this treasure in jars of clay to show that this all-surpassing power comes not from us, but by the eternal God who's true and alive. And the very fact that you stand here today, the fact that we're worshiping here today, is not a testimony to our strength. It's the testimony that God is with us. And there's a victory parade that we need to have here today. There's a, some shouting out that needs to happen here today. And of course, those words that were shared, that I share at every funeral, at least almost every funeral, funeral, is, yeah, I know it feels hard. He says, therefore, do not lose heart. Though outwardly we are wasting away, yet inwardly we are being renewed day by day. For this light and momentary troubles are achieving for us an eternal glory that far outweighs them all. You know, church, I could go on and just talk about the different things that this church has taught me that going through the experiences that we went through has taught me the, the fortitude that it's built inside me, the, the sense of perseverance that has been brought and developed in my life and probably yours too. We could talk about all those things that God has done through the trials that we've been through. You know what I love about this church is not only the people in it, but I love the stained glass. Now, I know it's dark right now. The sun went behind a cloud. But when I came in this morning, the sun was out. And I got to sit, just kind of me in the quiet, well, I guess Brian was here too, but it was me and Brian in the sanctuary for a bit, and then Terry came up, but that was lit up. And I was looking at it, and I was noticing, you know, there's different ways to interpret it, but of course there's three different sheep on there. And the way I've always interpreted this three sheep, because my favorite thing about this is, of course, Jesus, but then the sheep on the right. Do you notice it? I've never really seen other artists depict the sheep on the right like the sheep on the right. You, know, you see this kind of picture always. There's Jesus, and he's always holding a lot of times a lamb, and there's other sheep around him. But look at the sheep on the right. You know what I'm saying? Now, you can interpret how he's doing it in different ways, but when I see that, I see a sheep that is all about Jesus' business. 
right? He doesn't want to run behind him. It's standing right close to him. It's, it's up in his business. His robes don't even get to go around. It's, he's like in his space, right? And he's just got up. And you can see like it's almost like my dog, my little puppy that just gets in my space and you can't get him off, right? But he's got the, the look of just looking at what the, the Jesus is doing and wanting to just be a part of it and just get close to it and be in it and around it. And it reminds me so much of this church. That Jesus is up to something. We just want to be a part of it. Because church, I would say that probably the greatest thing that I've learned from you is the power of people that want to be with Jesus and what he's doing. Out of the churches that I served, many of them have been maybe staff-driven, if you will. A lot of times staff come up with ideas and things happen. Not so with this church. Oh, no, no. Y'all beat me to it. Y'all are starting things left and right. Y'all are going and doing things in the community left and right. And you're always going and going. And I love that about you. Because just like the sheep that's in that, business, or in that picture, you're not like the one kind of crowding around in the shadows in the back. You're up in the Father's business, being ready to do the very ministry that needs to be done and that he's being a part of. You see, this is a victory lap here today for all of us. Not again because of what we've done, but because of what Jesus has done through us. And I will admit to you, I'm excited about a taco bar. So I want to make a short sermon here today. But I want to share with you a song as we go in our victory lap. Now, you have a part. You didn't know you were going to come here singing today, but you have a job to do. You're going to sing with me. And your part goes like this. Palms of victory. Crowns of glory, palms of victory, we shall wear. So try with me. Palms of victory, crowns of glory, palms of victory, we shall wear. You got it. So when I cue you in the chorus, you guys are going to sing with me. Ready? Here's a little song for you, a little ditty that was written by the Orange County Supertones. Yeah. Yeah, they're still around. Yeah, still kicking. <laughs> I saw a blood-washed pilgrim, a sinner saved by grace. Upon the king's great highway, with peaceful shining face. Temptation sore beset him, but nothing would have fried. He said the yoke is easy, the burden it is light. Palms of victory, crowns of glory. Palms of victory we shall wear. I saw him in the furnace, he neither doubted nor feared. And in the flames beside him, the Son of God appeared. Though seven times twas heated with all the tempter's might, he said the yoke is easy, the burden it is light. Palms of victory, crowns of glory, Palms of victory we shall wear. I saw him overcoming through all the swelling strife. I saw him cross the threshold of God's eternal life. The crown, the throne, the scepter, the name and stone so wide. For those who are found in Jesus, the burden it is light. Palms of victory. Crowns of glory, 
palms of victory we shall wear. Stand up. Palms of victory, crowns of glory. Palms of victory, we shall wear. Shout out. Palms of victory, crowns of glory. Palms of victory, we shall wear. Shout amen. Palms of victory, crowns of glory. Palms of victory, we shall wear. We love you all.